Hi, and welcome back to the Voice First Roundtable, Season 2, Episode 8 of 10. We're getting close to the end now. We were fortunate last week, two weeks ago, last episode two weeks ago, to have Adam Shire, Samsung. There was no episode last week as we had the Voice of the Car Summit, uh, which a lot of people enjoyed. We might touch on that a little bit. Uh, and now here we are with Episode 8, Alarna Che. We're very, very honored to have you join us. Uh, thank you for being here. Introduce yourself. Thank you, Bradley. Hi, I'm Alana, and uh, I currently am situated at home in Cambridge, England, as we're on lockdown over here. And I've been working on voice applications for the past, I believe, three years nearly. And I'm going to just basically give my thoughts and perspective on how my journey has kind of grown from not even knowing anything about voice five years ago to now working in a voice company like Matchbox. There's a lot of people working in various companies. There's few that have achieved your level of notoriety and visibility um, and your level of success. So kudos to you um, for everything that you've managed to achieve. And um, uh, it's, Pretty spectacular. So we're honored to have we're honored to have you now and talk now, uh, and we're honored to have you join us as the keynote of Project Voice 2021 as well. That's going to be a special special event. Uh, not only just because it is Project Voice, it's going to be a special event because of everything that has happened this year, and um, we've been denied the ability to meet in person. Uh, and um, so we won't take it for granted, uh, like perhaps that we did uh, before. Separate discussion for another day. Um, Alarna, uh, let's start from the beginning. What, <clears throat> how did we get here? How did you get here? What attracted you to voice? Um, and what keeps you attracted to voice? Paint us a picture. How did you uh, get to be where you are right now? Yeah, so I've, I've always been someone who was introduced to technology rather late. Um, I, I think it, it's kindly, kindly because uh, when I was at school, they, would, they wouldn't really introduce technology ICT would be very, um, very simple, basic Excel sheets and PowerPoints. And it wasn't until I was in sixth form, which is like, I think, high school for you guys, um, about 16, 17 years old, when I was introduced to computer science as a whole. And that really opened my eyes to various ways of communicating with technology. And I fell in love with programming. And that's when I kind of realized that wow, I can make a website. And then I went to university and I learned I could do mobile apps. And it was kind of at university, that's when I wanted to learn more about this whole world of technology. And um, that's when I discovered the Alexas, personally, because they, they saw an advert on, their, on TV and it was this little echo dot and you could say hello 
and you could and it could speak back to you and that really amazed me it wasn't really about voice it was more about the device that there was this device that could talk to you because obviously we have our assistants on our phone but something about the the device really mesmerized it, it was just really mesmerizing because i could have that on in the kitchen the living room and i thought that'd be a great present to give to my mom um so for christmas i got her that device and then i found out later on because there's all these apps on there and i remember the first app we played was a skill called beat the intro mm. and uh my mom got this skill called i think it was like boyfriend skill uh, just alexa talking back to you and i was really amazed at uh that there were these skills one actually on the device already these were made by third party developers and i immediately wanted to be a part of that because i was like this is so cool uh, i think what attracted to me as well was that with mobile apps you have to think about visuals and design whereas with voice you still have to focus on design through voice but the visuals which was a big obstacle for me in the past wasn't there so that immediately attracted me to start digging in and working on this app and i made my i made my voice my first voice skill called odds on it's really simple it was literally this game where you would say 1 2 3 and then say another number and if you matched with alexa you could then do like a dare or something um that was that you didn't want to do so that i think what also helped was the documentation that the amazon team provided in the first place because without that i really think that it would have hindered on the process of how far i got because they were so helpful it made me understand like oh this i can do this because i had zero experience in voice technology i had zero experience in um some uh like python well i had python experience but i didn't know how to work with like sdks or the cloud aws cloud so i had zero experience and i've just through this voice industry i've just learned so much i've gained a lot of skills and it's definitely helped me to get to where i am now and learn more and more software and integrations than before so uh, this was during university by the way so i hadn't even graduated yet but i i started making more and more skills and i kind of was in that uh that mindset of i want the swag i want the swag that they give you so every month they had a they would like have a free hoodie have a free dot and i accumulated like 10 echo dots through uh the promotions and then it was when i got the rewards email the alexa rewards email that's when it was like oh so this could there's a potential here for earning money with this it's not just something to get um cool goodies so that was another motivation i was like okay because i was in my final year of university uh, i didn't know what i wanted to go down to whether it be web development or mobile applications and then obviously voice was another another game player and i think out of all of them that's what intri- interested me the most so when i released music pop adventures which is something i had made when i was 11 years old and for some reason i never put it on youtube because they they had these audio adventures and i thought i could alexa would be a perfect platform to put it on because it was fairly new 
And this was before they'd accepted children's skills. So I got an email from them saying they're not allowed to do that yet. But as soon as they allowed children's skills to go through, I was right in there. Put it, I put it on the platform and um, entered like this competition um, that they set up for the kids. And because I was one of the winners, I managed to basically use the winnings from that competition to really focus for a year after graduating on just focusing on voice and making loads of apps for that. So that whole year, which was last, uh, like last year, the whole of last year, I was making voice applications. And then I got introduced to Samson Bixby as well. And uh, again, another interface, which I, which opened up my world of voice and another platform, which I had to learn about and understand how everything works. And then towards the end of the year, um, started working with Matchbox, who again are a company that have made question of the day, which again, I thought was one of those first party invocation skills that Alexa would use, but no, it was made by, by them. And one of the biggest skills that are being used right now to be able to, to be with a company that has so many amazing skills and applications that are now on not just Alexa, but on Samsung and Google, it just shows how this is the start of a voice. This is not, this is something that's just started. And I feel like the training, the training wheels have come off now for a lot of developers and they're starting to get down and get used to the whole voice industry and how it's going to operate in a few times. So just getting to this, this part has really, I guess, especially with this year and how it's gone, uh, I think voice is something that can really accelerate and probably has given people more of more trustworthy um, it's it's made them more trustworthy of technology. I feel like before people were very very reluctant to use technology, but now in this day and age it's made them more open and actually lets let, it let, allows them to see the positives and I really do think that. I've seen a lot of tweets of, uh, about people who are more welcoming to having Alexa in their home and not worried about like the privacy. And I can see that this definitely with the usage that, that people have seen with their applications, voice is definitely a, a forefront to what's to come for the future months as well. So you had good timing. That's what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell. I, basically, yeah, I had to chiming. I love to experiment as well. I was literally just experimenting, experimenting, and yeah. Well, something. Uh, thank you for sharing all of that. I, um, you know, it's it's interesting to me. So I wrote this, and this has been well received. And for those on the podcast who are watching the video, I'm holding up a copy of my book, which is a bunch of Alexa skills. And, you know, the, the, the criticism that I have received has been related to, you know, does Amazon really need your help in promoting these skills? The answer to that question is 100% yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, but uh, that's not really what they're getting at. What they're getting at is who, who would go to bat for a trillion dollar company? 
who would take sides with a trillion dollar company? They don't need people to take sides with them. <laughs> They're doing just fine. Out of everything you just said, I, fi I find it very refreshing. I don't share that opinion at all. My opinion is whatever the truth is, is what the truth is. And what the truth is for you and for voice is that Amazon, while they haven't done everything perfectly, because they haven't, they've done most everything well. And they have absolutely blazed a trail and they have made it possible through thing after thing after thing after thing after thing for people like you to find your way in. And I think that is an ultimate compliment to them. Just the fact that you and I are having this conversation that somebody coming out of their school and their schooling has found their way into voice, creating experiences for voice, whether voice only, multimodal, doesn't matter, and, and thinking that there's a career here, knowing that there's a career here. You may not know exactly how it's going to shake, shake out, but there's a career here, and there's stuff for you to do here for the rest of your life, uh, as long as you're interested. I pay a lot of respect to Amazon um, and it's refreshing for me to hear you do that because I think, uh, I don't care if it's a, I don't care if Amazon possesses every dollar that exists on the face of the earth. If they do good things, they should be acknowledged. I want to shift gears and I want to ask you, you know, I would love to get your opinion, especially somebody who got introduced to voice through Amazon and got in on that ground floor sort of level. We're going through that again with what Samsung is doing. Um, everything about Samsung's ecosystem and Google too, for, for to a different degree. Google is sort of in a different place where the ecosystem is more mature, but the tools and the stuff in the ecosystem for developers has some more baking in the oven to do. Um, Samsung's out in front and they've released a lot of developer tools let me position the question this way. Tell me um, in your thought process, your, from your experience, um, if you were talking to another developer who's coming out of school like you or looking to make a career change into voice, tell, tell me the differences from the devs, the superstar dev standpoint of these three voice ecosystems and how they cater to developers. Yeah, so I would say, like you said, Amazon are the trailblazers. They're the ones that paved the way for this whole new idea that you can get some sort of career and voice. Um, so it's kind of, you kind of want to level it like this. Samsung is so fresh and new. They're the new people in town. They, they're providing, they're basically providing and trying to provide a better service for their developers and for the people they want to make these voice experiences using the, I guess you can say the mistakes Amazon makes, uh, they can then turn those mistakes into like, we don't want to copy this. We don't want to copy that. They have a chance to kind of help with maybe 
discovery, which I feel has been a big problem with with a platform that's been oversaturated with so many thousands of cat fact skills or something. So um, I definitely think in a way, Samson have that advantage to take, you can, you can bring in people to be like, look, you can make your voice experiences. And do we want to go straight to the top of making quality voice experiences, uh, less um, filling them, less filling the, the, the store with, useless or pointless skills um but also at the same time those pointless skills have maybe turned someone from making a pointless skill to one of the the most creative or edgy experiences that might turn into the next as you say flappy bird or angry birds or clash of kings or something to do with birds yeah (laughs) and then obviously google there the thing is about google is they're so prominent that they could actually relaunch their whole uh, developer process and make it brand new. Because again, a lot of people might not be on Google yet who developed for Amazon. So Google could do a whole new relaunch of, hey, come make actions on Google. And because they're so different, Bixby, Samsung focus on... Uh, what can I help oh, you with? See, they're, they're, we're always on, they're always on. Right of passage. No, but um, Bixby could focus on, they focus on modeling. So they're really focusing on personalization, making sure that the, the user has an assistant that knows them, you know? So if you go for, if you want to get a ride, you don't have to be like, ask Uber or ask Lyft. You can say, can you get me a ride in? Because it knows you, it'll be like, um, it'll call you an Uber if that's your preference. Whereas Google... Again, they're more like they're 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 everywhere. So they can take any part of uh, your. They have your your whole ecosystem um, from this from your search history. So Google definitely know what they can definitely ask. They could. I I don't know how I'm gonna explain it, but they they can basically they have the the most powerful assistant, I believe, because they they're everywhere basically most used and most i guess when it comes to technology google is seen as the face of technology so um as a from a developer point of view i would say with samson bixby that's new that's fresh and who knows what what will happen because at the end of the day as we as you as we had the car summit last time uh last week having voice will be everywhere and the winner will be the person who can get that voice platform everywhere and so far samson i believe have it in have the ability to put it in more um objects like they have fridges and watches phones they have tvs so i definitely say watch samson's space yeah that's well put so uh yeah, each each of the three, I think that's really the most important distinction that you could make uh, or that could be made is that they are capable, at least for a while, of coexisting rather than going for each other's throats. The, the blue ocean 
is wide enough and deep enough to where there's enough for all three of these behemoths without them having to step all over each other. Now, the days for them stepping all over each other will come. But for now, oh, yes. for now, um, it doesn't have to be that way. And, and it looks like um, it's not going to be that way, at least for, for a little bit, because they've all sort of carved out their own positioning. Alarna, thank you very much for taking the time um, to chat with me, share some of your perspective. I'm wearing my Project Voice shirt from uh, 2020 in honor of you. Uh, we're excited to, to have you uh, come across the pond and join us uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee uh, in January. Um, who knows what the world will be like then, but uh, I think we all feel like it'll be a better place uh, than it is right now. Thank you for speaking with me. Yeah, it's 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 an honor to have you uh, join us on the show. Thank you. And see you in January. Absolutely. For The Voice First Roundtable, Season 2, Episode 8. Thank you for listening, watching, if you're watching on YouTube. Until next time.